Pulp MX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast Recap. We're done. Supercross is over on PulpMXFantasy.com. We're giving out the prizes, awarding motorcycles, giving out uh, yearly prizes for the Supercross year, and uh, we're on to the outdoors, like Bill Belichick. We're on to the outdoors. Uh, Lots to talk about when it comes to uh, how we did in Vegas, if I beat JT or not. Uh, We'll talk to the winner of the Supercross uh, League that won the 2018 KX250F. Uh, his name is Brian uh, Melshmere, uh, something like that. We'll talk to Brian. Um, also, let talk to him about his strategy and how he won and and everything else. And uh, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll recap how we did in Vegas and talk about some outdoors and, and what to look forward to when it comes to PulpMXFantasy.com outdoor series. It's coming right up. Uh, first up, though, thanks to Pro Taper for coming on board this podcast. Jason Anderson and Zach Osborne. Supercross champions using ProTaper uh, drive and control components. Uh, ProTaper.com, Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki as well. Uh, please check them out. They've got a whole new line of products out the ProTaper Sport line for you people that are balling on a budget. And whether it's Damon Bradshaw back in the day or Jason Anderson now, they use ProTaper to uh, rock out and win championships and win races. Also, to 100%, we want to thank the folks at 100% Goggles. Ride100%.com. Pulp18 is the code to save 25% uh, on all casual apparel accessories. The global leader in MX Goggles, they now offer a full range of superior sunglasses. The pinnacle of premium uh, sunglasses designed in California, frames handcrafted in Italy, lenses manufactured in France. 100% 100% is committed to enabling athletes to see and think differently. Breaking away from convention requires imagination, innovation, and clarity. Pulp 18 saves you 25% at ride100%.com. All right, let's get into uh, the show a little bit and talk about Vegas. Talk some outdoors. Thanks, everybody, for playing, by the way. It's, uh, it was a fun year, and uh, the site's doing well, and things are just uh, onward and upward when it comes to pulpamixfantasy.com. First up on the line from protaper.com. Two championships for that brand this weekend. Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? How's it going? How was the uh, championship party? It was good. It was good. Made a lot of noise. Um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, alcohol consumed. Mm-hmm. And um, then it was back to work on Monday for everybody. Well, at least the mechanics. I know that for sure. And myself. So yeah. short-lived. Yeah, absolutely. Also the line from uh, Get and Athena. Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? I got both lap leaders right. Both of them. No way. <laughs> oh, yeah. 17 oh, yeah. rounds in. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it took 17 rounds, but I knew it would pay off. Got them 30 points. <laughs> McElrath, huh? McElrath. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody knew that. Yeah, I could see that, I guess. But, yeah, that's a good one. I, I would have picked Tomac for sure, but uh, there's a lot of guys. What do you mean you would have picked Tomac for sure? Did you pick him? No, no, but if I if I ever picked the lap leaders, Tomac <laughs> would be a no-brainer, and I get that he got that, but 250 class, oh, man, that's risky, but good job, oh, Dan. Tomac, Tomac, a no-brainer to get a whole shot. Come on, Steve. To lead a first <laughs> lap, he is at that at that track. Uh, also on the line from flyracing.com, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? This is going to be a rough... 30 or 40 minutes for me. Just throw that out there right now. 
I did it. Second didn't plan. go well. Steve I did well. it, everybody. It went really well, but it didn't go well enough. I'm a champion. Yes. No, you're not. You just you just happen to beat me. I'm the champion of JT and I's fantasy battle. Uh, Thirty-seven eighty-seven for me, JT, on the year. What'd you get? Uh, thirty-seven sixty-five. I think I don't have it right in front of me, but okay. I will pull it up. It, uh, you beat me by like twenty points. Two sixty-two. I scored in Vegas. That we had, I had two eighty-nine. So okay. maybe maybe I had a little less than that. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dan, what'd you score? My total score was thirty-eight sixty-one. Thirty-eight sixty-one. Okay. And what'd you get in Vegas? Two forty-eight. Oh, so even with lap leaders, Dan. Even with lap leaders. Wasn't yeah, it? we'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. And, uh, Paul, what'd you get uh, points uh, in Vegas and points overall? Yeah, overall points for the season, I was 39.02. And in Vegas, I scored 209. Wah, wah. Wow. Well, you were talking about sending it. You were talking you know, about sending it. Yeah, we'll get, in, we'll get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JT, that's uh, $50 coming my way. You will be at Hangtown for the opening round of Outdoors, I believe. I will be, and uh, I'll just take it there. Just uh, no, are no, you I'm, too scared I'm to go double or nothing? Into this when the money is being exchanged, I'm going to shove it right back in JT's pocket, and I'm going to force you guys to go double or nothing. No, the idea of double or nothing bets. I know you guys all love that because you never end up paying each other. Uh, JT owes Dan. Dan owns Paul. Paul owes Dan. There's all these money going around. I be- I make bets and then I collect and then I or I pay out. That's how I I do bets. So I, I'll take the $50 and happily move on to outdoors, and, uh, and we'll, we'll see how that goes. But um, I, I just I'm, – I'm good with double. I'm not, I'm not – you know, I'm good with just one. No double or nothing. That's it. That's it. I know you guys like to do that, but I just like to win bets. That's all I do. That's what I do. I win fantasy and I win bets, and I score 699. Oh my goodness, JT! Can you stop this? What? I just. Why would you shame someone for not wanting to go double or nothing? The idea is to win a bet. I won the Hashtag bet. Hashtag me too. I, I Hashtag think me too. You got lucky, and you're trying to bail out. Um, listen, JT, you gave it a good run. Your early rounds did you in? There were some terrible early rounds for you. Oh, it was horrific. I, I didn't score above 200. Uh, the triple crown I did at A2. Yep. But a normal Supercross round, I didn't score over 200 until Daytona. Think about that. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good, for sure. No. No, it's not good. Um, well, you, you you did well. You came on strong, but in the end. Nah, I blew it at Foxborough. Foxborough killed me. We, we'll get into what we had for Vegas, but it, when after the picks were closed, JT texted me, I told you my team, and you're like, well, shit. Yeah, I'm beat. <laughs> so, um, yeah, our, right, our teams were too close. Let's get into it uh, in Vegas uh, and how we did. Uh, first up, 250 class for me. Brandon Hartraft, he was an eighth. I was on him on our podcast on Wednesday, Handicap 8. Uh, I picked him. He did really well, although he had to go to the LCQ. Little nervous for that. Uh, 52 points for him. Uh, Hayden Malross also got 52, as did Moseman. Nice job for those guys. Uh, Hartraft was a 60% pick trend, so I wasn't, uh, wasn't far off. And Jay Sexton was another guy I picked. And Cantrell. Cantrell I was on Wednesday pod. Sexton, I think, Wednesday wasn't he your lock of the week, Dan? I think Sexton. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. <clears throat> um, so forty-two for Sexton, forty-six for Cantrell, fifty-two for Hartraff. My two fifty class was very good. Um, I wasn't far off of a, of a really good score. My all-star was J Mart, who was a two, 
And I thought he would might win the whole thing, to be honest. He got me 21 points only, though. I couldn't pick AC. Um, I picked him last week, and uh, he did win. Um, so 21 points for, for J-Mart, and then uh, my other guys just killed it. 52 for Hartraff, 46 for Cantrell, 42 for Sexton. And they were all high pick trends, too, so it wasn't like I was. J-Mart was the highest pick trend, too, for All-Stars. So I really went what everybody else was seeing out there. It, was, it wasn't hard to do. Um, probably a letdown would be a little bit, would be, uh, Plessinger 16, uh, for an all-star. I, we all talked about not staying away from all the championship guys, though. A-Rod, 11, um, crashed out. Mitchell Harrison, 10. Um, all right, 450 class, Vegas. I had Alex Ray. He was a 12. Uh, I had no doubts he'd be in the main event. He's got, got 42 points. Nice job for him. I also had Eli Tomek as my all-star, 26 points. I figured he would win. And he did. Uh, my next two were the ones that almost cost me this damn thing uh, with JT. I went with Mookie. He was a three and looking good in practice, looking good in the first heat until he looped out. And I think that affected him the rest of the night. Uh, he, uh, he was a handicapped three. He finished 13th, 26 points. And he only got double points because um, who fell later? Bowers. Bowers. Bowers dropped out with like two laps to go. Otherwise, Mookie wouldn't even been double points. So I got lucky a little bit there. Also, too, my other guy, I was going back and forth between Miller, Subes, and Cunningham on the HEP team. I was pretty much sure I was going to pick those guys. Miller scared me a bit. He was a 10. He hasn't made all the mains. Uh, Subes I knew would be in the main, uh, but he was a 6. And I thought Cunningham, based on other Vegas results, although that was 1985, I thought Cunningham would be the safe Vegas pick. Uh, he was a 6, and he crashed out. And Wygant told me to go with Cunningham. He was urging me to go with Cunningham. I was asking his opinion. Cunningham almost blew it for me. Only seven points for him. Um, so I was not happy with, with Kyle Cunningham. Bowers, um, Brian, the leader, the winner of the bike, had Bowers this weekend and was also stressing because um, Bowers at one point was 52 points. He was killing it. You didn't, you didn't pick the bear? I did not pick the bear. I did not. You, I just, you must not have been able to or something. Oh uh, no! I think I could. I I just I saw that qualifying time, and I just I don't know, man. I just I didn't. It was a one. I didn't think it was good enough. You know, like not enough, not enough for me. Um, number one pick, Kate Ottenwright, and three percent of you picked him. Who are you, Mister and Mrs. Ottenwright? J Bone. J Bone. Okay. Dude, seriously, three percent. Who, who's picking Kate Ottenwright? But good job, people. Uh, 46 points for him. A-Ray was next at 42. I think it was, think it was Chiz. Uh, <laughs> Benny Bloss was next. Very good ride for Benny. Uh, 36 points. Dakota Tedder was 36. Christian Craig was 34. They were all single uh, numbers percent pick trend. So um, big pick trend for Bowers, 38%. Big pick trend for Mookie, 36%. Um, but, uh, yeah. So Cunningham almost... Almost got me. I had a really good 250s, not so good um, 450s. Uh, JT, so who'd you have? Well, where I got into trouble was having to somewhere of a team from you, which you alluded to. Um, you know, we, we shared the hard transfix, which a lot of these guys, I knew the guys that you were probably going to go with because we were on the podcast together, but I couldn't not pick them. So it was a really tough spot where – I was just hoping that I would get, you know, we'd both get the 52, like with Hartranth. I was really confident with him being an East Coast guy and just the way he's been riding. 
and he paid off. So there wasn't really much I could do about that. I kind of just had to suck it up. Um, I knew you were probably going to go with him. But guys like Sexton, I was hoping you would just kind of glaze over. Um, I would, for whatever reason, I I had a feeling you wouldn't pick him. You obviously did, but I, I guess I was just blind hope. Um, but I, I really felt good about his chances. I thought he would even maybe get 52 points. I, I looked for him to be on the podium. Um but, you know, he still got 42. It's okay. J-Mart, man, that's I, – I thought you were going to go AC. I thought you were going to Cirillo. Well, I couldn't, yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah. And that's, that's probably my fault. But, it, honestly, I felt like with the picks you were going to go with and what I was going to go with, there was only a couple points up for grabs anyway. So I got zero out of it anyway. I, I, if you had picked an all-star, you probably would have beaten me regardless. So my last one I got – was the only guy that we didn't pick was Moseman and he got 52. Um, but yeah, your 250 team was super strong. So I only picked up six points in the, uh, in the 250 class. So going really, when you showed me your team or told me your team after, or during opening ceremonies, I knew I was beat anyway. Um, and then when I only got six points in the shootout where there was a ton of points up for grabs, I knew I was really sunk. Um, so yeah, it was just, you know, I got a, I had a great score. Um, I had 167 points after the 250 class. So that was a great score, but I knew that you also had a strong team, so I was pretty much done. Uh, my 450 team, um, I had Eli Tomac, so that was 26. Uh, I took Chad Reed, which I didn't think you were going to because in the podcast you sounded surprised when I brought up Reed. Um, so I took him, and I got actually got really lucky with uh, the Bowers thing at the very end, and then he passed. Something happened with Brayton, I think, the last lap maybe too. Um, but either way, he was he was outside of the the top twelve. Right. Uh, he was in thirteenth for a long time um, and wasn't catching anybody. Actually, Freezy and Brayton pulled away from him, so got lucky there. And then the same thing was with uh, Mookie. I had Mookie. Uh, I thought he would be top six or seven, and and he may well have been if he didn't crash in the heat, like Steve said. Uh, so yeah, he only got twenty six points. He rode pretty poorly. Uh, he's kind of riding around by himself. And then my last pick was A-Ray, which you had too. So I only had a, really a couple chances really with, with Reed and Moseman to make up any points. And, uh, you know, I got lucky with the Cunningham thing, but it just wasn't enough. Yeah, if it was any other weekend, I might have went with Henry Miller. I was feeling good about Henry's chances. Um, but I, I played it safe and went with Cunningham. And Yeah, and, and honestly, I mean, that's a – that's a crazy statement to make, playing it safe with Cunningham. That, yeah. that, well, I, I don't just, know that I've ever heard that before. Because Vegas uh, is good at but Vegas. It, and... it wouldn't have mattered for me. You know, The difference between Miller and you could have not had a rider at all, and it, it wouldn't have mattered. Why did you not pick first lap leaders if you needed points so badly? <sighs> because the 250, I think, is way too much of a crapshoot. There's no way I'm taking that. Those <laughs> got two different coasts. with two. There's just no way. Right. And then the 450, I, I mean, Eli starts, or I'm sorry, Marvin starts have been really, really good, and especially at Vegas with Blake and Marvin, I just didn't trust it. I just thought the risk, there was too much risk there, not enough reward. I really just hoped that our teams would be really different and there would be a, a chance. You know, if I threw up a 289, for you to score 230 is doable. Like 230 on that at that race was, you know, that could have happened. You know, so... Um, that's kind of my only chance was you to have a decent night, not a great one, and me to, to have a great one, which I did. You know, that was 77th overall, that score. So um, I, I felt like I did everything I could do, or, or at least I maxed out what I thought possible. You just you had a better night than I needed. Um, all right, Paul, who'd you pick? Well, um, my <clears throat> – 
My 250 team was pretty good for the three of them that made the main event. So I went Michael Moseman, 52. I went Hayden Melross, who got 52. Nice job on that, yeah. Um, my all-star, I went uh, Adam Cinturillo. I thought he was due, and he, he was. He won, so there's 26. And then my last guy was um, was Dakota Alex, and he was a high handicap. And I was kind of sweating my picks a little bit when I was watching the heat races. I'm like, geez, I got three guys in the West Coast yeah, the, in the, the West Coast heat. The like, stack, what am I doing the stacked here? heat, right, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I didn't take my lead pipe lock, 100% lead pipe lock of the week of Cantrell. Didn't even take him. Don't know why. <laughs> Apparently I think smarter and, and more. I'm, I'm yeah. better on a Wednesday than I am on a Saturday. I never even looked at Hart Raft. I don't know why. I, I, you guys seemed like you were all over him and that was a shoe-in. I didn't even look at him. I don't know what my deal was there. <laughs> didn't, even know, didn't even know he was at the race, apparently. Um, so I had three guys. They did decent. Um, I'll be honest, I wasn't real focused on fantasy on Saturday. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and then when we go to 450, the preliminary team I had in there, um, <clears throat> I'd never had Alex Ray, and I think I saw you in the pit, Steve, and you showed me your team, and you had Alex Ray, and I was like, huh, why didn't I look at Alex Ray? I'll yeah, I mean, Alex Ray was a, a no – heart and Alex Ray, teammates, by the way, on the cycle trader team. They seem to be no-brainers yeah. to me, but uh. – I don't know, maybe – I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I could make a joke about their bikes not finishing here and, and use that as my excuse, but honestly, I have no excuse. I just didn't look at them. Um, so I went Alex Ray, and then I'm I'm kind of bummed. The most I'm bummed about is I had Benny Bloss on my team all week long. I had him all week long. I think I just switched him late in the game, and I just thought Benny would be good. I thought he would be good in those whoops, and he had his best ride of the night. And I um I was uh you know. Blinded by Bowers' qualifying time because I think I was messing with my 450 team, you know, late in the day after I spoke to you. So I went with Bowers and that didn't turn out good. And then the other guy I had was Kyle Cunningham, and uh, no. that didn't go good. Welcome to the Cunningham. So, yeah, welcome to the Cunningham my, ride. Yeah, so I did. I did have four guys in that class at least. My all-star was Weston Pike, and he he maxed out um, barely. But uh, I thought that was a safe bet, and I really just kind of thought Weston was due a little bit. I thought he was going to. I thought he had a chance to be on the podium at Salt Lake City. He rides Vegas conditions very well. I just thought he would do better, but honestly, that guy cannot round the first turn in the top five to save his life. So he's he's never going to get on the podium if he can't figure well, out. His, to, his starts early in the year were good. His starts early this year were good. But Well, yeah, his, now that his speed and everything is there, his starts have gone away, so that's yep, a shame. I really think he has the potential to be on the podium. But um, Anyway, so that's that, that was my team. I scored 209 total, and... Yeah, I was just I was really trying to get some big points up on the board to get into the top ten in our money league, and um, didn't happen. So, on to outdoors. <laughs> uh, Dan, congrats on the two first lap leaders. That's 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 awesome. Yeah, yeah, I feel good about it. My team was the same on Saturday as it was on Wednesday when I picked it. I never I never made a change, which hurt me. Um, most people would think, oh, it's the last race, going to be easy one, no changes. Nope. Um, my guy that I work with, we changed a lot of parts. Um, we had a bike apart a million times. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I never seen a 250 touch the track until the uh, main event. <laughs> so I had no idea. I picked uh, my lock of the week, Chase Sexton. I had um, Moseman. I had Dakota Alex. Apparently he didn't make the main. I had no idea about that <laughs> until I went down to the main and was looking for him, and he wasn't there. Um <laughs> Uh, and I'm really bummed I didn't pick Hayden Melross because I picked him at Indy. Uh, I think I was one of the only ones that picked him at the shootout there, and he made the, he made it there as well. 
And uh, I seen him at the after party, and literally the first person I see walks up. He goes, "You picked me, right?" I had to get max points. I said, "Nope, didn't pick you." Yeah. And he was so he was so bummed. He's like, literally, when I get off the track, he goes, "I don't think about my girlfriend or my mom." He goes, "I think about you and if I did good or not." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> I'm like, well, you did good, Hayden." I said, "But I didn't pick you." So, uh, so yeah, I was a little bummed there. And, uh, I did have uh, I did have Alex on. Who's my four? Oh, my all star was uh, McElrath. Yeah, Mac McElrath. I thought I thought coming off a win and some confidence, I thought he would be good in Vegas. Um, I mean, he was good. I thought he might even win the race between him and AC is what I thought. So I actually didn't do bad for picking a team on Wednesday. Yeah, had I not picked Dakota Alex, if I would have looked at times, I think I would have picked. Uh, Heart wrap uh, with you guys. I think that he was a good pick. Obviously, like, it's easy to say that now, but I think he was a good pick. Um, but yeah, I picked the team on Wednesday and never changed it. So that's that's what it was. Alex and, isn't and a and bad for- pick because of his starts. He does start really well. He didn't get it. Didn't make it happen this weekend. But yeah, and when I picked him when we did the pod, I just thought coming off of a really good race in Salt Lake City, you know, he got seventh in the main event. Um, so I thought with a good starter coming off some confidence. Um, I thought maybe he would, you know, get a good start and make the main, which, you know, I don't know what, I have no idea what happened. Uh, I'm assuming he crashed or something. Right. I, I have no idea. But, um, so yeah, that was that. 450s uh, was better. I had pretty much the same team as you. I had Mookie, who I think we all agree would have been better without without the crash in the heat race. Um, even he admitted he was really nice to chat early on in the heat. He could have probably passed him and, you know, would have probably got second in that heat race had he not been too nice. But uh, I had Bowers. Bowers got one point. And oh, boy. That, uh, that'll, hurt. that'll hurt you. That'll hurt you. <laughs> he was going backwards for a while as times kept dropping and dropping, and obviously we know what happened with him and Barsha. And, and uh, yeah, that got me. My uh, my third guy was Alex Ray. That, uh, that was really good. I thought Ray was a uh, was a lock of the the lock of the week for all of us. Yeah, I think that was an easy pick for for anybody um, anybody that was you know in our position. And then uh, my all star was Eli Tomac. I think that uh, you know he was a big pick trend, and and it was an easy pick. He, he had been on a roll. So yeah, two forty eight for the week with both lap leaders. Uh, I think that's not bad for picking a team on Wednesday. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah my only change would have maybe been Mel Ross, which would have been a lot of points. So. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. It was a good season, though. Well, congrats to the 3% people who picked Kate Auten, right? Good job for you people. That was great. Um, Paul, Paul actually texted us and said, is anybody going to pick uh, pick him? Uh, and, uh, you know, we all said no, because I picked him at Salt Lake last year. Maybe we talked about it on the show. I picked him at Salt Lake last year, and he did really good when he filled in for, yeah, for JGR. Yeah. But I just I don't know how you could pick him. Never make a 450-man event. Like, so, Good job to those guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it uh, it was a good year. Paul, you did the best. Then Dan, then myself, then JT and Supercross. And uh, you know who did really well though was Brian uh, Melchamir. I think is how you say it. Uh, Brian won the Supercross uh, League Championship League with, and he wins the 2018 Kawasaki KX250F. He had the lead pretty much all year long. Uh, he lost a little bit in Vegas, and uh, I actually called up Brian to uh, to talk to him about his uh, his season, how it went for him, what his strategy was, any ups and downs, um, and all sorts of things uh, like that. So let's listen to Brian. Tell us how he won a Cowie, and uh, we'll come back and talk some more outdoors. All right, with me on the line is the winner 
of the 2018 Kawasaki KX250F for winning the Pulpamex Fantasy Supercross League. We're giving away three bikes this year, and this is one of them. And uh, this man had the lead for a long time in the uh, in the Supercross uh, Championship League, and he's taking home the bike. Brian Melsheimer. What's up, Brian? How are you, man? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for doing this. So we talked about you a few times on the shows. You had a nice lead all year long. It, was, uh, it wasn't a nip-and-tuck battle, but still, Brian, going into Vegas, like how safe did you play it? Uh, I thought I played it safer than I actually ended up at the, in the end. Okay. But so I had, I ended up with Cunningham and Bowers, both in my 450 team. Oh, I had Cunningham too. dude. It was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was, it wasn't good. So luckily my 250 team held it together and Alex Ray. Yeah. uh, Got great points. Yeah. But I tried to play it safe the last two rounds, and it wasn't going that great. So. <laughs> right? Like, I, yeah, you've had this—you've had this lead for a while, and, and uh, I mean, it, it, your average score was nuts. It was right up there, and so, like, what kind of? Um, I guess first of all, I guess what did you think when you when you finally found out you won the bike? Were you pr- pretty stoked? What are you going to do with it? You going to ride it? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I'm going to ride it. I've never ridden a 250F before. Oh, cool. It's 450s. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to ride it for sure. Um. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, we have some people who sell them here and there or whatever. But, um, yeah, yeah, like, uh, man, I don't know when you got into the lead, but like I said, you had a nice lead all year long. So, were you, what kind of strategy did you use? Did you have a a tried and true method to who you stuck with, who you stayed away from? Well, I started, I think I had a bad round. I don't know if the first or second round, I got, I had like 160 points or something like that. Okay. So, that was my, that was my turning point. I needed to, to figure something else out. So right. I started picking guys who were not going to be the try to stay away from the LCQ as much as possible. Okay. So you went safe. So, so you went a lot of safe picks. I did. A lot of safe. I only picked them if I knew if I could look at the heat races or something and they were I could pretty much bank on that they were going to beat everybody and qualify out of the heat. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I went with. Wow. If See, I knew they were going to yeah. be in the LCQ, I was I Tried to stay away as much as possible. Yeah, all of us need to do that, dude. I don't. I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, Michael Lee, this guy, he's 52 points if he just gets in. If he just gets in, right? Yep. <laughs> um, but yep. you just that's that's where all of us get bit, I guess. Um, was there was there uh, was there a time where you came close to not making picks, or like, would you stay at home Saturday nights, or, or not? Maybe not even stay home, but. Would you devote Saturday nights to like okay after practice, like you said, you look at the heat race lineup, you look at the qualifying times. Like, how much routine did you get get into uh, for making your picks? Yeah, it was pretty much. I I didn't do much Saturday <laughs> nights, <laughs> so I just did that. The day races were hard, especially on the East Coast because I have stuff going on daytime on the weekend. So yeah, trying to find places to hide so I can go through my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) How much time would you take before you made your picks? Would would it be exhausting? It it wasn't until the last, like probably three or four rounds. Uh huh. And then it was, I was probably putting a little too much into it. Not going with what I first thought. Yeah. Yeah. And did you uh, screw it up a little bit? Are you married? You have a chick? Uh, fiance, fiance. So you can say, "Listen, honey, I know I was away and buried in my phone and, and laptop, but we want a, we want a motorcycle because of this." <laughs> well, she actually plays too. Oh, cool! She's won two weekly prizes. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Look at you, you guys are ringers, bro. <laughs> yeah, 
she was printing out spreadsheets and stuff. And oh no way! If we weren't going to be home, she'd print out like a spreadsheet with all the pics on it, just in case we didn't have service or something. <laughs> wow, dude, gnarly. That's good. Yeah. I, I like it. Um, and and so yeah, so you so played it safe. So I would guess a guy like A Ray helped out a lot. He was really good this year, and I know he scored a lot of points for a lot of people. He did. He helped out. I picked him pretty much every time. I yeah. picked him for Vegas. He saved my Vegas team. Yeah, yeah. So good old A-Ray. That was <laughs> yep, solid. Um, <laughs> who, who were some, were some of the races who who didn't come through for you? Do you remember a few times? Like I had a, uh, no. I had a guy Indianapolis Showdown was um, uh, was it Osby? I think he was leading the LCQ and he got taken out. And there he goes. He didn't make the main right there. And I had him. Yeah. So do you have any uh, of those? Malcolm twice. Mm. Yeah, me that too, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too with Malcolm. <laughs> um, and then Bowers twice. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, I kept I, I went back to the bear well a lot and it didn't always pay off, you know. No. Uh, um No, it's uh it's pretty cool to to have you as the first ever winner on the Pulpamex uh fantasy game. Would you have the site open for the main event to calculate your points? Yep. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. That's a good feature. I like that. Yeah. I, uh, we, we didn't have it working right away, Brian, but we got it worked out soon enough. <laughs> yeah. It was rough at the start, but it, yeah. it turned out but really good. Yeah. So. And uh, I think Dan Truman, we were talking about back and forth on our text, and Dan said even with the drop round, you would have won anyways, I think. Um, I'm not really? sure exactly that, but if we, cause we originally weren't going to do drop rounds, right? And uh, yeah. And uh, I think you still would have won even with the drop round. Although, like we said, your Vegas won. The guy gained some points on you in second, for sure. He did. That was that was stressful. <laughs> I started. I was watching the live scoring, and yeah. I, they didn't show. I saw Cunningham go down. Yeah. And then they didn't. I saw the power starting to drop, and I. I was, there, I was yelling at my TV a little yeah. bit because I yeah. couldn't. I couldn't see because they weren't showing it. I didn't know what right. was going on. Yeah. And then I, the only thing I saw was Barsha behind him. I was like, oh, that's not going to be good. <laughs> so. And it wasn't. Yeah, Bowers at one point was fifty-two points or forty-six or something like early on in the main. You know, yeah, he, yeah. He climbed up a couple spots. Yeah, and... yeah, he was killing it. Um, so. Well, yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Um, it's really cool that you played it. How much do you listen to the podcast that we do? Uh, I listen to all. Okay, all right. And how does it help you? Does it help you, or do you try to stay away from it everything helps. we say? No, it helps. Okay, <laughs> it helps because you could. You guys know a lot more about some of the guys that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. To their hometown race or stuff like that that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. If they're hurt, we don't always know if they're hurt or yeah. whatever. Yeah, no, true. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that helps. Right, right. And so you really, you just, you, you played it safe. This is a warning for everybody listening to this. Brian <laughs> played it safe and he took home the motorcycle. Stop gambling yeah. on, uh, on, on Michael Liebs and, uh, um, uh, these other guys like this, you know, that, that's, that, don't make the mains, and you're like, oh, but he's so fast and qualifying or whatever. Uh, Chris Howell. Chris Howell's another guy yeah. that people bet on. Never picked him. Yeah. No, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly it, right? I mean, you just never – you never quite know, but you should play it safe. Go with the guys that, you know, are, are doing well and everything else. Um, mm-hmm. Did you have many guys in the LCQs ever? Malcolm? I did end up with a couple. Malcolm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, a couple times – but it's going to happen. So yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, just stuff like that. It's going to happen. But now, and then I think my highest scoring round was the one of the the triple crowns. Oh, was it? Yeah, like 
I, I think you got a three oh three or something or three something. Was your high score? Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, uh, three forty. Yeah, twenty something like that. Killer. It was a triple crown race. Did you <laughs> did you win a weekly prize? Nope. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I never you, won a weekly prize. I never finished above like thirtieth or fortieth. Really? You know huh? Yeah. See people. Yeah. You see people. <laughs> you just play it safe for every route, and you'll be all right. Um, yep. But your chick won. Uh, your fiance won a couple of uh, weekly prizes. That's awesome. What'd she win? Yep. What'd she win? Uh, tie downs and then a gift card. Oh, sweet. Awesome, man. So, um, well, Pulp Mix Fantasy is clearly paying off for you. You're you're al- you're already doing <laughs> you're already well ahead of the game, Brian. Um, and, yeah. and you live in California. Yes, I do. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not exactly sure which dealer you can go to where you live at, but we'll figure that out. Someone will be in touch with you, and we can get this. Uh, get, go down to a dealer, pick up a Cowie KXC for the F, and uh, and man, have fun ripping on that. That's cool. Um, well, hey, thank you for playing. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. I know we had a rough start, you know, a little bit. Um, but Mark's got it all figured out, and uh, man, I really appreciate your support of the Pulpamex Fantasy League. And uh, I just wanted to say congrats and call you up and find out what your strategy was. And your strategy is really boring, Brian, but it paid off. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. No. Thanks, thanks for setting it all up and everything, and yeah. thanks for Mark for getting the site up and everything. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're going to make some more improvements as we go along. And, uh, yeah, so sign up for MX, people, if you if you haven't already. You're, you're in, right? You're in all year? Yep. All right. Yeah, I'm in all year. I would assume so. All right, Brian. Well, hey, congratulations. Thanks again for taking the time for this phone call, and uh, good luck in motocross, man. Thanks. Yep, thank you. Cool. Thanks, Brian. That's good. Uh, as you guys uh, heard, he uh, he was conservative with his picks, which, JT, you've, you've said that a few times, and maybe you too, Paul, like, you just need to get over 200 every week, every single week. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I think there's, there's, been, there's been people that have, have crunched the numbers and, and seen, like, what it takes to win the league and see what you need to score overall. And, and I think that is a good strategy, but you need to commit to that strategy before the season starts and, and give yourself a Post-it note right in front of your computer <laughs> that says, hey, you need, you need 202 every weekend. or two, And Whatever, that, yeah. that's the only way I can see someone – Sticking to that strategy, so um, me personally, I've never won uh, won a fantasy league doing that, and I've won in Supercross and I've won in outdoors before. Um, but uh, it, it's it's tough. I, to me, I think you have to kind of send it at, send it at round one, no matter what. That's that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, but con- congrats to this guy. I mean, I'm pumped for him. He's gonna get a brand new motorcycle out of the deal, and he. And he paid thirty nine dollars to to play. Yeah. So um, I you can't find odds better than that anywhere. So yeah, he's uh, he's going to ride it too. He says he's super stoked to ride it, not selling it or anything else. He, he says he's never had a two fifty F. So um, we'll go on, JT. I was going to say yeah, you can do it. Uh, it's really difficult. Like it, there takes a ton of discipline. And what usually happens is some one of your guys you'll be just be aiming for that 200 number and you'll go super safe and a guy that is a title contender or an elite level guy will DNF or his bike will break and then your your theory shot to shit mm-hmm. so because you went so safe your ceiling is pretty low so you're kind of maxing out at 210 or 220 and then somebody will have a problem and then you end up with 185 or something that's that's generally what happens if you try to do that week in and week out yeah yeah, Brian never won a weekly prize. His chick won a week, couple of weekly prizes, uh, and as he said on the on the show, 
Um, his girlfriend prints out spreadsheets, fiance prints out spreadsheets and you know, him taking the time to do the picks. She's into it. He's into it. He said, he's got no life on Saturday nights. Brian, Brian was on it. Brian was good. So he, he, he averaged, let's be fair. He didn't have like some easy team. He averaged 261, basically 262 points per weekend. That's pretty good. You know, like, so yeah, that's a lot. Whether, he safe, whether he played it safe or not, he had really good scores. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm sure he got a little lucky. I did the points. It looks like it worked out in his favor. The drop week, he did have a little drop week. Yeah. Um, some of the guys around him did not have a drop week. Remember for, for motocross, there will be no drop week. So all 12 rounds do count. So I'm curious to see how this plays into into Brian's favor for the for the motocross season, you know, because he had he did have a really low drop week. Yeah, so. yep. Anaheim, uh, I think he said Anaheim two or something early on was really bad for him, or the second round maybe yeah. it was Glendale or whatever. So yeah, it's um, Houston, Houston. Yeah, so he uh, good job for Brian though, man. Uh, nice work. Uh, he's stoked on us. He listens to the podcast. He feels like it helps him. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for playing. Appreciate it. Thanks to Kawasaki. Kawasaki's giving us three bikes to to give away, everybody. That's pretty cool. Uh, outdoor winner gets a uh, 2019 KX250F. We're having a random draw for a 2019 KX450F. So, yeah, thanks to Kawasaki. Turn the competition green with envy. How's that? Is that good? I recycled an old line of theirs. Was that Was that good? Let the good times roll. Is that Cali? Yeah, that's good, too. Let the good times roll. Kawasaki. Uh, so thanks to Brian for playing. Uh, thanks to Pro Taper. Thanks to Ride 100%. Also, onto the outdoors, everybody. Uh, yet we're doing it again. No drop round, as Dan said. Dan, do you like Supercross or Motocross better fantasy purposes? For me, I was always better at Motocross. Um, but I also think that I'm home a lot more during Motocross, so I paid more attention to it. So it's hard to say, but I, I like Motocross. Uh, I've won three times in, in motocross. I think Paul's won uh, two times. I think JT has won once as well. So mm-hmm. for us, maybe maybe motocross, in my opinion, takes a little bit more skill because there's two motos. So you need guys that finish both motos and things like that. But, um, remember, you know, for people that are new to fantasy, you do get points per moto um, as they do at the races. Um, it's the old uh, moto format, so 25, 22, 20 um, point system. And, um, you know, you can max out at 50 per guy per moto. So the scores are a lot higher. As we know, you got 699 one time. Um, Boom. <laughs> but uh, which will be hard to, to do again. You got very lucky. But, uh, no, I think I like motocross. I think motocross is fun. I think it's really fun um, because you have so many more chances to score points. Well, I'm the only one out of us four on here who will be going to these races, all of them. So it's either going to go really good for me because I'm going to have inside intel or it's going to go really horrible because I'm at the race and I'm busy. Uh, it's going to go horribly for you. It's going to go horribly. <laughs> me and Dan yeah. and JT have played fantasy from attending every single race. You you aren't going to have Wi-Fi at times. You're going to get you're going to get oh, hot. Oh, yeah. Your phone's going to die. I mean, it is an uphill I would battle be willing, playing. I would man. be willing to bet. I would be willing to bet Steve Mick misses a race, picks at a race. No, no chance. Just, no, no chance. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll lay a. I'll lay $100 right now that you're last out of this group of four. Uh, I wouldn't go there. I would not take that bet. Nope. Uh, I would not do that. I won't miss a race, though. I'll get the picks in. I, my strategy is always Friday nights. Make some picks. Lock it in. Okay. You know, all the time. Okay. So, um, but you're right. It's hot. It's dusty. Phones don't work. 
all of that. Um, but, uh, hey, we are, besides that Kawasaki uh, 2019 KX250F, we are also giving away some prizes, Paul, for the uh, overall outdoors again, just like we did this week for Supercross. All of those people have been contacted, whether it was the Race Tech Revalve kit, whether it's a, a set of gear from Fly, whether it was a Dirt Dreams vacation, a week at MTF, Pit Posse stuff, uh, lots of things, man. It was really cool. Okay, a year supply of Red Bull. Top 10 all got uh, a t- kind of cool prizes. We're doing that again. And uh, so do we have the season prizes handy? And we have two, 2019 Kawasaki 250F. We have year supply of Red Bull, Pro Taper Drive Package, Zool's Bag Kit. We have MFAB Truck Steps, M-Style Custom Complete Bike Graphic with a seat cover, Race Tech Suspension, a week at MTF. Another Dirt Dreams Vacation Package uh, that'll be geared around the Monster Energy Cup weekend. Uh, fly Gear Kit. We have a lot of cool prizes. Um, we also went back in weekly prizes with some new sponsors, Maxna and um, Pro Filter. So we have a lot of cool stuff for motocross season. Yeah, BTO gift cards again for the weekly prizes. Michelin Starcross Fives, uh, 100% goggles, Pro Taper, jerseys galore, more jerseys. Be fun, be fun time, everybody. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some good stuff this year. We have some some really awesome jerseys from from the top guys. A lot of the riders have, uh, you know, been willing to help us out and and give away some cool stuff. So I think uh, I think it'll be a really cool season. You can also play for weekly prizes if you just want to, you know, win your favorite rider's jersey for three dollars. You can sign up that week. Have no blacked out riders. So you know. If you pick, you know, Alex Ray the week before, and he's a great pick this week, you'll be able to pick him again if you sign up for a new team just for that one week. And, uh, yeah, so everybody sign up. Don't forget. Go on the website. Hit that button for for motocross. Get a chance at the uh, KX250F. Get one chance for the KX450F as well. If you sign up for the whole season of outdoors, or like Dan says, weekly prizes, um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice little thing if you want to just play for a week or so, and if you think you you know you're going to be at the race, it's going to make it funner because you're going to the race. Then just sign up for the week, and uh, like Dan said, nobody's blacked out. You can pick anybody you want for point wise. So uh, yeah, good times await. Yeah, I just want to remind everyone that signed up for uh, Just Supercross only. We had a lot of people that signed up for Just Supercross prior to Anaheim. Um, if you do want to be eligible for the random draw for the 2019 kx450 you have to play motocross as well so there will be motocross only signups um any of the any of the users that signed up and didn't pay for prizes i know we had a few people that that uh contacted us and they're like hey we did really good this weekend we won can we get a prize we didn't pay and of course we have to tell those people no oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah. you know so uh please pay your money for outdoors and 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 play for our weekly and season prizes like Dan and said uh Dan and Steve said we have more prizes for motocross than we do for supercross and um and as you touched on it earlier and Dan touched on it I I really enjoy playing uh motocross more as well it is it's way more fun way more involved the weather comes into play riders bikes come into play because you need bikes that finish races in the mud or in the heat and um it's really it's really we well, got fun. 40 guys uh, too you got 40 guys racing and the handicaps, you know, all you need to get is basically 28th most times or, you know, whatever we set the handicap at to get points for a lot of these guys. So I think there's a, a lot more strategy when you have 40 guys available. And you're going to know after time qualifying who's in and who's out. So you're going to have 80 guys to choose from that are all possible, which is awesome. That's a lot of choices. Yeah. No, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. And, uh, yeah, sign up, everybody. 
be good uh, to uh, you know try some out, try something out if you haven't signed up and uh, play and see how you can do. See if you can beat our scores. That's not that hard. We we are going to do the uh, industry idiots again. It's a bunch of uh, industry idiots as it's labeled. Uh, <laughs> some of us guys, some of us guys that are in there. Um, we pay weekly. We have a triple crown. Uh, and then this season we paid the top 10. Uh, the winner got $3,200. Uh, all the way to the 10th place got $300. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good, it's a good league. It's $100 to enter. Um, it all goes back into the pot. So, uh, if you want to do that, you can reach out to me, uh, via email or Twitter. Uh, reach out to, you know, the Paul Max Fantasy Twitter if you want. But, uh, it's something fun we all do and it's a little bit higher stakes. But, uh, if you want to join it, let me know. We'll, uh, we'll be back next week to preview Hangtown and who we're picking, who we think is going to be uh, good good uh, good points and everything else. Thanks to Kawasaki, of course, for making this happen. ProTaper.com, ride 100% as well. And, uh, and you guys for making a successful Supercross season. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Paul, Dan, JT. Thanks, boys, and we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk next week. Bye, guys. Thank you. See you.